are now listening to The Caleb One Show, where we talk about everything that they should have taught you in school regarding your health, your finances, and your social life. I'm your host, Caleb, and the episode starts now. Hello and welcome to The Caleb One Show. I'm your host, Caleb One, and this is the podcast where we talk about what school should have taught us. I'm recording this episode right after the last episode, Should You Leave Your Social Life Behind? And I didn't realize how short that episode was. You know, I usually try to shoot for a 40-minute week of content, um, and obviously I didn't reach my goal. So I'm going to make up for it by posting this episode alongside the last one, um, giving you guys three episodes for this week if you're listening to this in real time. If not, it probably sounds like I'm talking straight from my ass. Um, (laughs) don't worry about that. Um, if you're listening to this in the future though, um, new episodes drop every Monday and Thursday as always that you guys can go and check out. Um, I don't know how long this episode is going to be, but fuck it. Let's just jump right into it. In every walk of life, people are nothing more than beings with experiences, feelings, habits, and beliefs. And these are things that, you know, I believe that predict where people will be in life. And it sounds like I'm being deterministic, um, which it is to an extent. If a person had a bad experience with, let's say, insects, whether they got sick from it or, you know, they gave them a reaction, um, you can almost bet that in the future, when the same or similar situation happens, you can predict how that person will react, right? Now, the good news is, is that change is possible. Won't always be easy. Um, won't always always be straightforward, but with no action of betterment or adaptation, you can almost predict to a T that my deterministic outlook would be true. Now, where the fuck am I going with this? <laughs> you might be wondering. Um, I want to lay the groundwork of how humans operate for the most part, because I know the second I bring up today's topic, I'm going to get a lot of you guys pretty fucking pissed. But here we fucking go. (laughs) Um, You've all heard the saying, or you might have heard the saying, especially if you're on the fucking internet nowadays. Um, It's difficult to argue with a genius, but it's impossible to argue with an idiot. This quote is one of the most powerful examples, in my opinion, in my opinion, to explain and show to you how humans work and how their behavioral uh, feelings really revolve around, right? It's this quote that I agree with only if you understand the context that it's being used in. The problem is, is when people who are just having a conversation, you know, start this quote or start using this quote to label other people or friends that disagree on a point. And used in that context and used in that form is what ultimately hurts people and what ends up breaking off relationships, perfectly good relationships, I might add. And I really want to stop that, right? I remember one of my teachers and mentors who I give a lot of credit to my development, you know, as the man I am today. Uh, Shout out to Wayne Simpson. Um, And I'll never forget one of the lessons that he taught. And he said, guys, what is the root source of war? You know, some people said guns, others said propaganda. And I'll never forget how he just looked at the class with a sincere look at every single one of us. And he said, it, he said in a very calm and collected voice, 
perspective. War to one group might be liberation to another, right? What is junk to one man or woman is treasure to another. It's experiences, feelings, habits, beliefs, you know, even going as far as upbringings that have an influence on how we view and how we see different things in different light. And I want you all to remember that moving forward, right? If there's anything, if there's one thing you can take away from this episode, right, it's to always consider everyone's perspectives and to never really shame others for how their experiences went and how they ultimately felt, right? The habits that they're working on or the habits that they need to instill in themselves or the upbringing that they receive, right? And the overall beliefs and convictions that other people have, right? Everyone comes from different backgrounds and no one should be really be put on the spot for how they were molded or how they were raised, right? So let's dissect this quote further now that we sort of covered the groundwork that's sort of needed. I believe for the most part that when this quote is being used, it's used to describe someone who's being an idiot, right? It's because of one of three options. A, the person is being called an idiot and doesn't fully understand that what is being brought up or what the points are being stated. B, the person is being called an idiot is actually an idiot. Or C, the person who's being called an idiot is bringing up valid points that are not being addressed. Those are the three most common outcomes when this quote has been spoken, right? And like I said, it's it's usually used to describe someone who's being idiotic or a little bit foolish. And there's a time and instance for when that is right and when that is wrong. And I really want to dive deeper into that. Um, But before we get into each and every one of those sort of defining outcomes, we can agree that we've all been stupid, right? I I think we all can agree upon that. Whether it was something we said or did, That doesn't mean you're permanently stupid, though, right? It just means that you were stupid for that moment, right? Here's my definition of what being an idiot is. The inability to admit you were wrong and to make the changes needed to improve after the results have come in. Like, this is true fucking, like, idiocracy to go against, right? I always believe that the best way to shut people up is to provide numbers, statistics, facts. It's not about winning some verbal back-and-forth discussion. It's about getting your hands fucking dirty and making something of it. If people are still arguing you to, you know, despite you showing your work and your evidence of, hey, look at look at what I've actually come about, then the quote rings true that you're dealing with an idiot, right? So let's get back to these scenarios real quick, right? Scenario A, the person who's being called an idiot, doesn't fully understand what is being brought up. Option A, if anything, is usually a segue to either B or C. But, you know, this isn't a sign that you need to explain um, something extravagant or anything crazy, right? This literally is a sign that you need to explain your point better and for them to understand. You know, before you start talking or before you start you know, sort of pitching ideas to other people, really think through about this for yourself, right? And really start thinking this from the person's perspective, right? Or the other person's perspective, I mean. You know, really practice rehearsing what you're going to say, how you're going to explain things, how you're going to handle objections, and literally prepare for them 
upcoming, right? That is what scenario A should be when it comes to, you know, dealing with someone who doesn't fully understand the situation. Scenario B, the person that's being called an idiot is an idiot. I'm not going to beat around the bush on this point, mainly because it's relatively straightforward. If you're working with someone and you guys need to get a task done and you're talking with this person and their method to get said task done is lousy, unorganized, or just counterproductive, while your method is clear, effective, and efficient, and you can show legit proof and with stats backing up your point, and they still refuse to acknowledge your method of, of how to do something, then that's a clear red flag that you're dealing with an idiot, right? Scenario C, the person that is being called an idiot is bringing up valid points that are not being addressed. This is, you know, this is the point that really started this topic for me that really went down this sort of rabbit hole of, you know, how do I want to go about this episode? I remember watching CoffeeZilla, which if you guys, you know, don't know who the fuck he is, he runs a YouTube channel exposing fake gurus online on the internet, interviewing victims of fake guru scams and, and teachers, you know, and literally teaches you guys how to spot these bitches like you're playing I Spy. Um, go check out his channel. Link will be in the show notes for you guys to go and check out. But I remember watching CoffeeZilla versus Caleb Maddox. Again, link will also be in the show notes for you guys to check out. And every time Stephen Coffee brings up a point that he wants answered or clarification on, Maddox either straight up ignores the question (laughs) as if it was never asked, which I find hilarious, or he'd go on these sort of full-blown rants that have nothing to fucking do with what has been asked or leading up to that point. For Maddox to say shit like, oh, Steven, you're just a hater, or Steven, you don't get it. I'm like, no, you ignorant cunts. (laughs) That's why he's asking these damn questions. I hate it when people get so fucking butthurt when someone has a question for them and in their head, they think it's just going to be all, you know, sign up and no problems and everyone, all parties will agree, right? Again, now the CoffeeZilla versus Kayla Maddox is an extreme case, but it paints my point clear as a window and that people who ask questions are going to be labeled as idiots when really it's these people who ask questions, right? that are literally just taking care of themselves, right? I'm getting ahead of myself on this, but the people who need to go back to scenario A are the people who need to really think through what they're asking or not necessarily what they're asking, but what they're presenting to other people and think through and say, hey, are these questions holding weight, right? And if I was in their position, what would be some answers or what would be some responses I like to hear back? You know, people who ask valid questions are not trying to tear or discourage people. I don't think any of them, you know, have any sort of crazy vendetta to get after, right? They just want to make sure that they themselves, right, and the other people around them are safe. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it so far. If there's something you'd like me to talk about or someone you'd like me to interview, feel free to leave the topic or guest in their survey show notes. And if you love this podcast, show your love by hitting the subscribe button on iTunes or Stitcher and leave a review of what you think about the show. All right, let's get back into it.
right? To defend the people who ask tough questions that are being labeled and called a hater or an idiot, I like to counterpoint with this on their behalf, truly. I believe that it takes a level of true intellect for people and their perspective, right? To have the balls and the audacity to bring up questions that not other people would like to ask or have the courage to ask, right? It takes an even greater level of brain power to come up with valid questions on the spot, let alone valid questions in general, right? So to call these people ignorant or stupid, I believe that's really dumb of you to do that. Really. Like, these are people who are trying to look after themselves, trying to look after other people, and, you know, they're not trying to be having any malicious intent or, you know, trying to hurt people for that matter, right? It's these types of people and their questions that they use to qualify whether or not to take action or to not take action, right? To go forward with something or to take a step back, you know, to lend a helping hand or to let someone fuck up. Right? It's people like your best friend, your parents, your spouse, you know, that ask these types of hard questions. Not to, not to again, insult you. It's never a point of, like I said, malicious intent or, or hardship or vendetta. Right? They're just, again, looking after you and trying their best to grasp the situation from your perspective and trying to tell you something from a different angle. Again, who knows? In some situations... They're going to bring up hard evidence that's almost so hard to unsee that can ultimately save you and maybe other times you're able to provide your hard evidence, right? Again, it's all coming down from a mutual respect and love. And that's the most important thing about this. It's nothing but respect, positivity, and love. The best way um, to convince someone that they're not crazy is to at least see things from their perspective. Um, and that's a, a definitely a good book on that is how to win friends and influence people. Um, I'm not going to go into that, but back to this. That's why I really wanted to start this episode off with perspective, right? And seeing other people's views. And again, not insulting other people about this, right? I'm going to finish up this episode on a few points. When it comes to evidence, Right? I classify them as numbers, statistics, facts. And by organizing your proof and evidence under these categories, you take away the emotion and all you're really working with are the raw objective metrics that you can use to measure your own goals and to better yourself. Now, there are going to be multiple ways to skin a cat, right? And you're often going to meet people who have different methods to achieve the same goal. This doesn't mean that you're, that you're wrong. This doesn't mean that they're right. If there's a particular way you like to stay organized, you know, and a particular way you know, they like to stay organized, but you both get the same results at the same speed at the same time, or if there's a formula that you use for an equation and someone else uses a different formula and you both get the same answer, and you both show your work, show your thinking, then it really just boils down in that scenario to personal preference. You know, but the second someone brings up a better strategy, a better formula, 
or a better way to stay organized with stats to bring up uh, and to back up their claims, that's your cue to listen up, right? That's what real proof is. But unfortunately, fake gurus have thought this through and have mastered the art of faking proof. You know, whether that's faking testimonials with actors, photoshopping bank account statements, right? Or having rental homes and vehicles to show authority. And this is where you got to ask the tough questions, such as what makes you qualified on this subject? Or what were you doing before this? Or who can I double check your backstory with? Or why are you selling X, Y, and Z and why now? Right? What makes you different from any other person who's doing this? Right? Be very, very careful with proof and don't fall for sexy as evidence. You know, to one of my favorite quotes was from I shit you not. It was the Hitman's Bodyguard starring Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson. And at the very beginning of the film, Ryan Reynolds, the bodyguard, literally says, boring is best. That is how you want to go about when it comes to other people. Boring and straightforward is the best. And that is what you're looking for in people. As my last and final point on this episode, I want to address haters and being delusional. Because there's a lot of shit that's going on with a lot of these gurus out there who are making wild claims and wild accusations. And you got people in the comments saying like, oh, bro, you're just, you're so fucked up. You're like delusional on some drugs. I want to address that here, right? Here's what I consider to be a hater. Someone who makes criticism claims and accusations against someone or something without proof. Again, stats, numbers, statistics, right? Facts from other people that have actually been in the industry themselves. These are the types of people who are ultimately salty that someone is doing better than they are. Someone who's telling you that their product sucks even though 10 other fucking people tell you how your product has solved their problem, right? That negative vibe of people, right, should ultimately just be ignored. It really should, right? And as you move up the chain and start growing, you're going to get more and more ungrounded hate. And, you know, you almost can't see some guy out there in the world or woman out there in the world who have been successful in their field and get hate. You know, I guarantee, you know, when Steph Curry won his first MVP or, you know, fucking started blowing up, people started hating on him because he was shooting too much. Despite dropping fucking like 40 points a game, that's a little much, but 30 points a game and having his team to victory, right? That's, again, that's ungrounded hate and that's nothing more than the people's opinions and what they're going to say. Again, it all boils down to statistics, numbers, or a proof of concept that comes into play, right? Until someone actually brings up something saying, hey, look, 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 hey, your product sucks. And here's a survey of how many people want your product fixed or how they want this fixed. That's no longer really hate, right? That's that's feedback. That's feedback for you to make the adjustments to improve. And I think that's the thing that people, there's a, there's a fine line between feedback and criticism, right? Truly, or just hate in general. And hate is mostly just, like I said, ungrounded opinion that's just out there in the world. When feedback really is, hey, bro, you suck, but here's how we can get better, right? 
you need to use this, you need to use these steps right here, or you need to use this tool right here, right? Here's how to use it. That's not fucking hate. And there's so many fake gurus out there in the world. And I'm not even going to go to just fake gurus. There's so many people in general that won't listen to fucking good advice. And to reference Saul Goodman from Breaking Bad, when he's talking to Jesse, he says, some people are immune to good advice. Truly. My last and final point, delusion. Delusion is a hard point to cover because not everyone wants to be proven wrong. Really. But I'm going to say it anyway, so fuck it. Every fucking time someone is delusional, right? It's mainly because of narcissism. It's mainly because of denial. And it's something that they want to believe in because of either they want to be better than themselves. It has something to do with narcissism. I really want to do an episode in the future in the near future, I should say, regarding delusion, because it's a topic on its own for another time. But I will say this. Everything is delusional until proven with stats, numbers, and statistics. Until someone can actually step into the arena and say, hey, whoa, 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 hold on. This is what you got wrong. We need to go fix this. We need to go take a step back. Yeah. So that's, that's how I'm going to end it, right? That that's again. <laughs> um, again, delusion is a topic for another time. I think I've really said everything that I really want to say regarding people about the quote of. It's difficult to argue with an intelligent person. It's impossible to deal with an idiot. And again, that's what I really want to get down to. And a lot of, not only figures, but like I said, just people in general. There's there's a time and place for that quote, really. Then there, like I said, there are three main sort of routes of why that quote is being thrown up, right? Or being labeled to other people. And I really want to clear the air because that's not always cut and dry like that. There are instances where you really should be using that quote. And there are instances that you should not be using that quote and to replace it with this or to understand people better. So... Again, that's what I really want to get down to. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I hope you guys also had some good notes or at least found this episode entertaining and informative. Um, feel free to run this episode back another time if you need to. No shame in that. I might even say that to advertise my podcast or anything like that. But a lot of the time when I view a video or I listen to a podcast and they have multiple points in it, you know, for me, it takes multiple times to you know, gather all the nuggets from those episodes from those videos so again no shame in that there's nothing wrong with it and you know who knows you can get different experiences or you know you have a different viewpoint of different things or different topics or the whole in general episode or video your whole view just changes there's they brought up something that you didn't catch the first time around and again as i'll as i always say take the best and leave the rest there are some things that you vibe with and there are other things that you can just discard simply because you don't you don't know how to apply to it in your own life or you don't find it applicable to your own life. Um, but on that note, hopefully you guys did enjoy this episode. Um, if you guys have any feedback from me or a topic you want me to cover, leave it in the podcast survey. Um, and remember that new episodes drop every Monday and Thursday for you guys to listen. Thank you guys for listening and I'll catch you guys in the next one.